What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to Fly Casual. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We're going to talk about uh, some comic highlights tonight. The Fly Casual Glee Club returns again with a musical Saturday morning resistance reviews. And and we're going to be talking about the RJ trilogy. Will they? Won't they? Can you ship it yet? I don't know. We're going to talk about it on Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Do you remember, you remember like when you were a kid and your parents have you out a little later than usual because, I don't know, you went out to dinner or something like that? At Shoney's? At, at Shoney's, yeah, dude, they're Sweet. they're they're, they're Shoney's. yeah, they're popping for the good stuff, right? Yeah, and oh, you're right home in the th- you're right home in the back seat, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with my Shoney's bear, yeah, <laughs> well, of course, and my and lollipop. It, yeah, you might, got. you might have kept your crayons even, but it's dark. Sweet. This is the you best know day you're ever. gonna you know you're gonna be up past your bedtime because it's already like your bedtime at this point, right? You went out to dinner after like a church function or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you are you're so freaking slap happy, yeah, because you've consumed sugar at Shoney's. Yep, the sugary drinks, and you're up past your bedtime, and your body just gives up on telling you you're tired. And so you, your parents are going, I don't know what happened to that child, but they are losing their dang mind in the backseat. That's me right now. That's Whoa. where I'm at. You I got, got a sugar high? I got like two hours of sleep last night. You got the I, fun dip going, bro? I pounded a rock star, and now I'm sipping nice. at a Gatorade. And nice. I've got Gatorade. more energy than I have any business having. But I imagine halfway through this podcast, someone may Ooh. actually have to give me mouth to mouth. Powering so, down. Please let it be me. Uh, just just do me a favor and 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 uh, put a ring on it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm like asking. Beyonce says, right? Yeah. So, just make make yeah. an honest woman out of me if I need to be resuscitated, please. Also, I prefer it's Howie because he has professional training. Mike might give me a little too much tongue, and I'm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. That's a, I mean, that's I might find so out that it's okay. Both that's have so upsides. Both have yeah. upsides. I, I guess it's a new experience anyway you slice it. So there is that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, right, Mike? Yeah. He yeah. says yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I got to tell you. Uh, what? Uh, I, I, I'm real serious. Uh, at some point, Uh-oh. someone's got to make a, uh, a a marvelous Miss Maisel podcast, right? Should it be us? I'm do sure people, it already exists. Do, do people want to listen to four Midwestern late 30s, early 40 somethings? And Mike, uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a really old talker. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, talk about joke. the best comedy writing event of all time. Of all, all time. All time. That's worth the 50, 60, 80, 100 dollars a year for Amazon Prime. Just honestly, to watch that. I would think I would say in any other circumstance that that is crazy talk. I don't know. But how much this show is here? so stinking good that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's better than it's better uh, deal than Hasbro Pulse. Yes, I can it, say that with certainty. It is absolutely a better deal than Hasbro Pulse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. Your That's us. <clears throat> favorite roundabout Star Wars podcast. Roundabout. Eh, I'm ten. your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. 
With me on the left, experiencing technical difficulties, is Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Yeah, I'm working on this. It's a robot revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Robot revolution, they're uprising. Hard at work, like always. If he's not drinking, he's thinking. Speaking of drinking and thinking over there at Master Pro, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. I like drinking and thinking. I do like drinking and thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I am going to crack into my... There you go. The sweet sounds of a pure leaf tea. That's right. What's in Howie's mouth? Remember that? Remember that, guys? Uh, What's in Howie's mouth is a great segment. I've been waiting for you guys to bring that back. We should port that over to Fly Casual. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody else is using it right now. That's true. You uh, still have the rights. I think. Did the copyright expire on that? (laughs) I don't know. know. Disney we'll have, to, we'll, have to call, we'll have to call Chris and ask him. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris should be a dad like He's, right about now, yeah, right? He might be oh, a big dad. old daddy. Well, yeah. by the time his he would be. Uh, I remember he was just a little guy playing video games. Dude, and I talking know. About I remember when he was in high school for crying out loud. I remember when he, I rem- he was in high school. I remember we went to his house and we played video games. Yeah, we did. I remember yeah, him and us coming to your to apartment like video games. and yeah. playing the WoW. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, the WoW. And the Path to Exile. Path to Exile. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not Path, Path of Exile. Different game entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a skill tree will give you nightmares. Yeah, for listeners who are not longtime listeners and may not know, our uh, our old, uh, our old uh, Rest in Peace sister podcast, uh, Press Play to Save, uh, we had a segment called What's in Howie's Mouth. Where we would just make Howie eat weird snacks. It was the best With, ever. Without me knowing what, what it was. Yeah, usually Howie was just handed to it and forced to put it in his face. <laughs> Honest to God, if we go rooting around, go in, if we go rooting around go in the man cave out there or behind the bar, it's entirely likely that I'd pull out a grocery bag that's got like some ancient Japanese snacks or something in it <laughs> that were purchased exclusively for what's in Howie's mouth. No, don't go half looking. Ti- don't go half looking. The time you couldn't even read the label, so you you'll didn't probably know what they were. step on a nail. There's a lot of construction crap uh, out there right now. I was getting excited. Yeah, but yeah, that was. Uh, mm. I remember the last time I actually bought food for that was when I was down in Indy and uh, Garrick and we met up and went to com- at the Comic Con. And then Comic-Con. we went to Portillo's and bought a bunch like of Portillo's. Portillo's was not open at the time yet. No, no it was. It we didn't even. It wasn't even a glimmer in Indy's eye. It at was. That point. It was open. In Indy's meaty fist. Oh, we. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, there were there were uh, there was a dude in the back who had imported a bunch of Asian snacks, <laughs> and I I bought I brought I bought a bag <laughs> oh, yeah. of it. That was yeah. great. That's when uh, my daughter dropped that little maquette statue and it broke. Oh, yeah. And she started crying uncontrollably. But in jail. It wasn't actually broken. It just came apart. And he put it back. This guy put it back together and she was crying because she felt so bad. And this guy who was he was Japanese and he just his heart was breaking because, you know, uh, she's you know cute little girl and she's crying. She feels so guilty, but she there's nothing wrong. And he gave her this little back of like little thing of imported fruit chews just to cheer her up. And I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. He's like, and he's like, no, no, I have one just like her home, and I miss her really bad right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to be this man's international friend. <laughs> you could have been pen pals. Oh, that would have been awesome. I pen had pal. a Japanese pen pal in the sixth grade. She yeah, had a white Whoa. cat that wore a diaper. Well, that's huh. terrible. Why mm-hmm. would you put that cat down if it has to wear a diaper? It had red eyes, though. It might have been able to kill you oh, with its mind. It's albino. Mm-hmm. White yeah. cat with red eyes and a diaper. Uh, don't oh. don't make a deal with it. I wonder if cat albinoism affects the 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 digestive system and that yeah. hence the diaper. 
You never know. Hmm. You never know. Speaking of diapers, across Sounds pond down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Oh, I'm a diaper now, huh? What? No, no. You... Diaper? Is that what I am? You wear diapers. You diaper baby. Oh, yes. That is true. I do wear diapers. Mm-hmm. I'm incontinent. Can't keep the poops in. Well, you want to know why? It's all, uh, them, baby, all them baby dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You can only. That's you can only. Cautionary, so many... I'm a cautionary tale to you kids. <laughs> That's right. Use a shelf, not yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, hey, let's dive be, right into it. Our, we got uh, some... tagline instead of whatever it is. <laughs> whatever our tagline is. That's it. Yeah, that's a shelf. A not bundle self. of tricks or something. Mm-hmm. A box mm-hmm. of tricks. I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> no, that's uh, tricks are for kids. Oh, right. And the box of right, tricks. Right, right. That's their tagline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Are they it's back the to the ball shaped cereal or the, it's in the, the fruit shaped the fruit shaped cereals? Oh, it's terrible. I know in other no countries one. they have the fruit shaped ones, but did they go back to just the normal ball tricks? Like I we like had? the ball tricks; those were the best. Yeah, if I I'm stopped gonna... eating them because one day I, I ran out of milk, so I used water. <gasps> that what was terrible? What? Okay, I hear people <laughs> say this. Like I have heard so many times throughout my life. Don't where use water. It was disgusting. Eating cereal with water, and I'm like, at that point, why don't you just take eat out a couple dry. pieces of bread? <laughs> and eat that or yeah eat, uh, eat it dry and then the drink water to wash it down it was the who, worst day of my life Corey. who i mean traumatic i can see, see someone going i want to see what tricks taste like if i pour orange juice in it that i can wrap my mind around you're still gonna oh, have a bad time terrible but well no it's a fruit cereal that might actually work i know right but Maybe. a lot of people have poured water into cereal going, well, here's hoping for the best. No, 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 <laughs> no, don't. it does not work. Don't and, do it. And then you've got the people who've literally poured beer in their Cheerios. Actually, that, yeah, beer Th- tastes those, like Cheerios. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes. those flavors are very similar, and I find both disgusting. So Yeah, if you're, like Budweiser is basically liquid Cheerio. Yeah, liquid, liquid grain. Mm-hmm. More or less what it yep, is. Pretty much. So. There's no hops in there. Speaking no. of no hops, it's time for review. Woo! I ain't got no whoops. I can't jump because I'm Caucasian male. That's right. Not, not that kind of hops. No. Not that kind Judy of hops. hops. Officer Judy hops. Oh, yeah. Judy hops. Yeah. The bunny yeah. from uh, the Zootopia movie. Yeah. Speaking of Zootopia, I just watched Ralph uh, Breaks the Internet. What'd you think? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, we was saw Judy Hopps in there. Judy Hopps was in there, actually. Was she? Oh, why well, not? She was in the background talking to rac- uh, Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. Mm, okay. The, from, uh, the Guardians. I knew need to. We saw it in theaters. I haven't watched it since. And I need so to go was, through uh, and, at home and like pause and like look for all that stuff. The Pied Piper was in it as well. The Wait, Pied from, Piper was in it? From Silicon Valley? Uh, they, they mentioned Pied Piper. A the couple tech times. firm? They did, really? Mm hmm. Wow. Well, they no, they mentioned. The Pied Piper, but not <laughs> Pied Piper, not, the company from Silicon Valley. Not the Valley. middle out compression company. <laughs> yeah, not right? that. The best compression. <laughs> it's middle yeah. out. Middle out compression is the best compression. That's it true. Is. Everybody knows this. Right. It's Everybody. Common knowledge. Yeah. Speaking Actually, of common you know knowledge, what, what do you got for us, Gary? You know what? You know what's in uh, Breaks the Internet, Ralph Breaks the Internet, was uh, some Stormtroopers. There were. Star mm-hmm. Wars. There were yep. Star Wars in there. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me of a podcast that I was on called Fly Casual, where I talked about comics. Remember that? No. No, I always, that? I always blanked out during that time. Yeah. Oh. I'm usually blacked out during reviews. This is, so this is the part where people usually fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 
be in the old hey. days when we would take 45 minutes to review one comic. Yeah, we Maybe. don't do that anymore. It's okay. No. You can listen now, guys. That's right. It's Come, done. Back. We, Come back. We learned our lessons. We listened to our uh, feedback. We listened to our own and, podcast, uh, for God's sake. But we're still doing it anyway. <laughs> so that's there. right. Take that. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> the reason I'm padding time is because we didn't have too many comics come out. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah we only had three. Only and, uh, three. Only three. And none of them were from a main, you know, line title. Like right. the Star Wars or Afra, Invaders done, Podamron's done. And they haven't come out with anything new. Jerk. So we had uh, Count Dooku, a standalone number one. That was about Count Dooku. Yeah. We had uh, terribly Han Solo, Imperial Cadet. Number four. Okay. All right. And then also in the uh, old uh, Han Solo genre, Solo, a Star Wars story, the movie comic adaptation, number five out of seven. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, not much, not much this this week, a couple weeks. Not, Count Dooku one I thought was decent. Really? So just a standalone. Yeah. I've like always Count found Dooku. Count Dooku kind of uninteresting. No, he's, he's a cool dude. It's he's like, oh man, we thing. killed Maul. Someone go get an old guy. Yeah, he's an old guy. Yeah. But he teams up with a Jedi in, in this uh, issue, and okay. they're on Solist because the he's trying to get Solist on the uh, Separatist side, okay. and the Jedi's like a a tiger. Yeah, like tigers, Corey. Oh, you like tigers? Uh, Tiger Jedi? Yeah, actually, I think tigers are great. (laughs) It's like Tony Tiger. Don't pour water in it. From, don't, no. Yeah. No. Frosted Flakes. No. Yeah. But it was okay. These standalones, uh, I, they're good, you know, for the most part, but I get frustrated because there's not more of uh, reading it. It's just like, yeah, here's your guy and that's it. Yep. Hope you had a good time. Yeah. And I guess that's, I guess, quality, uh, credit to the quality of the writing and the art that I do want to see more most of the time. Yeah. Like, I would love to see the Qui-Gon seri- uh, issue be expanded out to a series because I love Qui-Gon. The Dooku would be a good bookend for that if they decide to do that. But uh, I don't know. No plans to do that. Hmm. And uh, hopefully yeah. do. Yeah. So Hansel Imperial Cadet, number four out of five, I guess, came out. So the All next right. one's the last one, and I wasn't a huge fan of the series starting out, but it's starting to grow on me. Really, it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Yeah, I get a little uh, Han Solo backstory on his days in the Imperial Academy on Karida. Mm-hmm. He uh, chumps around with a bunch of other Imperial cadets that are uh, different personality types. Although they don't flush those out as much as I'd like them to, but you know, he's it's the typical you know story where Han Solo's like bad boy and he's got the uh the jock who's giving him a hard time and all this stuff but I don't know it seems to work in this one and this issue is kind of cool because you get to see kind of Solo's hero side a little bit as the guy who's bullying him uh his TIE fighter gets shot down on a planet but he's still alive and the uh, Imperial um High-ranking officers telling him, no, you have to leave him. He's dead. He knows when he goes down, he, he's pretty much dead. <clears throat> but Han Solo's like, no, I'm going to go rescue him because I'm Han Solo. That's right. So uh, yeah, I guess is. this is going to lead up to the reason why he was kicked out of the Imperial Academy. And, uh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. That's that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I hadn't. Yeah. I hadn't or, or I guess gets busted down to uh, uh, what he was on Mimbon. A grunt. Uh, 
just a grunt, a mud trooper. Kicked out of the Navy and into the Army yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's going to happen. Because we saw it in the movie, so it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest are breaking the cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm quasi-interested in this series. The funny thing is... I like the idea of there being like follow-up series and that as we, at some point we're going to have a series that takes place between solo and Ep4. Oh, I hope so. And That'd there's going to be, awesome. be, it's going to be up to a comic artist to write or to draw the hybrid of Aaron Alden, Alden Ehrenreich, not Aaron Aldenreich and Harrison Ford. Yeah. There, there, someone at some point is going to be drawing the, 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 the mean between those two people, and it's going to be funny looking, and I look forward. I bet to Salvador Larocca couldn't do it because that picture doesn't exist. Hey, oh, burn on you! Mm. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no, I like his art. That was mean. I'm sorry, Salvador. I didn't mean it. He's <laughs> having a joke at your expense. Your I know he's a big listener of the, the podcast. Mm. Maybe I like. I don't know. Maybe he's heard of us. I don't know. They all listen. Probably not. All of them. All, all of them. them. All the listeners. comic artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Soule, you know, the guy who wrote Vader, he listens, right? And they even written fast into their forward contracts. through your reviews that tells you something. They have yeah. to listen to it. Kathleen Kennedy makes them listen to it. Yeah. Because everyone needs to learn fan. humility. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Humility. Humility, yeah. yeah and then Solo Star Wars Story movie adaptation came out, number five. Uh, just like the movie. They got out of the maw. Spoiler. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in this one a little bit because the Rogue One and the uh, uh, Force Awakens one kind of added a few extra little nuggets in there to keep me excited about coming back for more. But uh, so the Star Wars story kind of isn't doing that where I would think, yeah, there's a lot of room where they could just add random stuff because nobody cared about the movie. So there's, you know, throw it in there. (laughs) But uh, yeah, kind of disappointing. Art's decent, so that's good. I like I like the story from the movie, so I'm seeing it in picture form now. So Yeah, yeah. I I I like the art, but if it's not adding to what the movie did, I don't know what the attraction is for me. Yeah, I know. That's why I like the Rogue One adaptation, especially because they would add Every issue would add a little bit of something in there to color the story, which I appreciated. And uh, yeah, they're not doing it with this one for some reason. I don't, I don't understand why. So yeah, but, you know uh, what? Yeah. I'm surprised at how well some of the actors are portrayed visually here. But Woody Harrelson does not look like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> no, like his Her- mouth is jacked up. <laughs> Alden looks good. Uh, Mother Dragons looks good. Vision looks she good. She looks real good. Like they, yeah, yeah, she, she looks, looks great. You can tell this person probably spends way too much time drawing her when <laughs> not being paid. Because she's like yeah. spot on. Yeah, it's great. Donald Glover looks pretty good. But yeah, Woody Harrelson doesn't look like Woody Harrelson. Chewy looks good. You forgot Chewy. Chewy looks in that Chewy movie. looks darn right perfect, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I actually, and a lot of these, a lot of pages of this, I really love the art, even compositionally speaking. You know, they do a little bit of abstraction, and I dig it. Yeah, but Woody really Harrelson good. doesn't look like Woody Harrelson. Nah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, there, no, there's no. a couple where they got him right, but there's a lot where he just. But you know yeah. what? If he just sticks out as being the one who doesn't look as good, it just is a testament to how good everybody else looks. However, and this is actually a fact. This is something they teach you in comic artist college. 
Oh yeah. The University of Comic Book Art. Oh, you cannot. Yeah, you cannot actually capture Clint's Howard, Clint Howard's visage. <laughs> it's impossible. And you can't do it because the paper will destroy itself. <laughs> it just it burns. cannot be done. Self destructs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He he looks nothing like him in this, and that's okay. It's not the artist's fault. You cannot capture Clint Howard. <laughs> it's, it's Clint Howard's fault for having yeah. that face. It is. He, he is has. a striking dude. Striking. I love Clint Howard so much. <laughs> He's the best. I have to make Star fun Trek. of him because I have a ridiculous. He was in Star Trek him. and Star Wars, right? Huh? Bridge that gap. One of the few who bridged that gap, right? Si- Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg. Well, he was in the movie. See. Clint Howard was in the original True OG. The original Star Trek. Yeah. Probably like when it was just called Star Trek and that's it. There's yeah. nothing else. You didn't have that. to say T O S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nineteen sixties, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So we get Infus Nest at the end. She looks great. Love Infus Nest. They need yes. she needs her own comic. Spin off. Absolutely. See what she's doing. Have the uh Infus Nest slash uh Mother Dragons Kira comic yeah that'd be awesome come on marvel you suck got him yeah so that's all i got for comics (laughs) (laughs) come on marvel you suck that's all i got for comics (laughs) all right that's how we're that's how we're that's how we're tying that one off tonight yeah yeah so marvel got short and sweet not much not much in the comic front you have uh, some new issues maybe coming out with the tie fighter pilot or something that'll be fun <laughs> thankfully however we need the pork yeah thankfully pilot. however we did have the glee club come back together at the behest of sancho panda the, to, he, uh, the dude he snaps his fingers and they answer yeah yeah he's yeah it That's is what unreal yep it's mostly because it's they amazing. know they don't have any marketable talents for anyone else plus he beats so, them yeah so there's yeah. that yeah, well, that's that's in his contract. Yeah, A little corporal right. punishment yeah. to keep the that's glee fine. club. In it's line. fine. It's fine. If it's in a contract, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. He's bound. Yeah. Following orders. Yeah. More yeah. Or less. But we got uh, some Saturday morning resistance here. Heck yeah, so, we do. Uh, kick it off with that first musical review, episode ten, I believe. Oh, yes. I say that, and then suddenly doubt myself. Episode yes. ten. Of Star Wars Resistance. And we've got the Flying Casual Glee Club review featuring Sancho Panda. Here we go. Come on, Tora. What? All right. Tora, 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 the ace pilot. Over tower, really quiet. Bunks heads with Kaz. So long. Cutwheels. Through the house. Kaz snoops around her dad's <laughs> office. She suspects Kaz is the spy. He ain't got no alibi, but her dad used to be an Imperial officer. Oh, oh no. Tora, it's pilot. Again, encore. There's a reprise. Tora. 
Tora, 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 the ace pilot. Sneaks up every time. really quiet. I'm not sure this is So long. No, keep it on a loop. This, I am. this is great. Not on a loop. Around her dad's no, it is office. now. She suspects Kaz is the spy. He ain't got no alibi, but her dad used to be an imperial officer. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Pilot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one more time. <laughs> really need to that fix was that. Adorable. Oh, <laughs> that was worth a second listen. That was yeah, worth a second be, listen. That was amazing. Oh, man. That was so new, adorable that my talent. cheeks hurt. I think I got the diabetes from that. I know. I know. All that sugary beverages. <laughs> oh, the yeah. The Gatorade and that. Wow. <laughs> so I actually watched this episode. Wait, wait, and, what, uh, what, hey, what cartoon, yeah, dude, I'm what cartoon up, show, what cartoon show was oh, that? Oh, this is Star Wars Resistance. No, no what, geez, what, what was the oh, theme song? The, oh, Dora the Explorer. Yeah. yeah. Dora the Explorer. Oh, I should ask Mike, Mike. Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. That's right, Mike. You yep. See, Mike's back in because now his kids age group. Did see because otherwise we'd have to do like Felix the Cat or something. That was them. Yes, I am back. There was a <laughs> gap, but I'm back. Yeah. Did they have that cartoon out when he was. Yeah. Well, they had. They had. You had to put the nickel in the slot and turn the crank. But yeah. Oh right, right, yeah. right. At the Nickelodeon. Yeah. Before it was actually a before the cable slime. channel. The, the pre nickel. the yeah. pre slime Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so episode, yeah, this this episode was interesting, and only the fact that it brought in video games into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Finally, at last. <laughs> I know, and they're terrible. So it's like a uh, like a connect type video game where it's motion controlled. Oh no! Do not perpetuate this. <laughs> So, but the but the 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 graphics themselves look like some sort of really terrible arcade uh, Atari game with the, with the vector graphics, you know, and yeah, just, like the Star Wars arcade game. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. worse than that. It was terrible. Um, so yeah, I guess they like control a spaceship flying through asteroids. That actually looks like the game Asteroids um, wow. from back in the day. Wow! And you you move the uh, wow. spaceship by by moving. And then if you're not careful, you get eaten by a space slug. Of course you do. You have to. Yeah, space yeah, slugs, yeah, it's yeah. common knowledge are everywhere. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that I don't ever, I don't remember except maybe Hollow Chess that they've ever had like a video game in the Star Wars universe. So. Uh, yeah. Hollow yeah. Chess is, eh. Is it? Is it? I mean, it's a video yeah. game? No, is yeah, it? Or is. is it a holographic yeah. board game? Oh, Ooh, you're splitting some hardcore hair. I know. I, I mean, know, if man. you play Chessmaster 3000 on your Windows 31486 ES2, hard to say that that's a video game. Yeah, so again, <laughs> is, so like, is that a video game or is it oh, video chess, yeah, which is a game know. on a video computer? The video computer is Dejaric a video game? A multimedia computer. And a, yeah, like the Atari, the video computer. Home video computer system, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, that that's that's a very good question. Yeah. So uh, whatever it was, if it was a first or not, still better than anything EA's doing. Yeah. Hey, got him, dude. Yep. Because anything's better than nothing. Yep. Burn. Except for the oh, stuff sorry, that's EA. not that nothing that EA puts out. Yeah. You're apologizing to EA now. <laughs> yeah, they're the big listeners of the show. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Yeah. EA. Yep. Mr. Arts. Sorry, right. man. 
It's all right. But yeah, it's, it's true. right now it's more in style to bag on Activision. So is it? Yeah, for the time being, record profits, do? and they laid off eight hundred people. Those bastards. Yeah, you know. What are you gonna do? Right. I don't know. And EA also selling Has EA bought them out yet? Selling Black Ops for sixty bucks, a season pass for fifty bucks, and now they're incorporating loot that's crates. Like a, that's like a hundred million dollars. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's it's that's not sick. a good look. So it's like it's not like EA's the only one. Activision is trying their best to be as bad as EA. Wow. If not a little worse. They're well, they're learning from their big job. brother. No, they're not the that's EA's not the big brother ever since Activision and Blizzard merged. Activision's Whoa. definitely been the bigger kid on the block. How many video, are there like two video game producers now? Is that how many there are? With it, they buy up all the good ones. I mean, now you have to stay small and indie, or else you get bought up in a hurry. So, it, uh, you know, when it comes to when it comes to AAA titles, they don't just have, about. They don't have to get bought up. Yeah, they can just go. You're out of telling business. me they have to walk away from money, Howie? Do you yeah. know how people people? Do you do you know what money is, Howie? Do you even people do you know what it does? It buys black it series your figures. Life. It ruins your life. Does it, it? Yeah, ruins you like a fox. Yeah, like yeah. a fox. Well, Got him. <laughs> the money. So you're saying that EA and Activision are like the pinnacle of what we should expect? Howie, I'm going to do you a favor. Uh, give me what's in your wallet. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, so you're EA <laughs> and you're a terrible person. Yeah. Well, I'm. And I don't have to give you what's in my wallet. Then that's my progress. No, you don't have to. I'm just trying to do you a favor by taking it. He punches you in the nuts and takes it like EA does. That's true. They are. So they illegally take money from. uh, They illegally buy these. Yeah. And just ask the Belgians. Well, yeah, I was going to say they, yeah, they, they (laughs) outlawed the whole loot crate thing as gambling. And uh, there are other, lots of other uh, regions that are taking similar measures and stuff like that, which is why your apex legends came out with uh, like ninja style without any announcement because they were going to apparently talk about an E3 last year, but EA was so embroiled over the battlefront Two star Wars battlefront Two loot crate fiasco that respawn decided, you know what, let's just lay low because we're going to be funding this game on loot crates. But right, now it's not a good look to be owned by EA and releasing a loot crate game. Thing free. the difference is Apex free is free. Free game. So you buy loot crates, you're supporting the developer rather than just pumping cash into the publisher. So mm-hmm. yeah, lame. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole anyway, other ball of wax. So uh that episode was not the best. But <laughs> episode eleven. Not the I best actually, episode of Resistance. Reaching for the sky. Yeah, episode yeah. eleven, I kind of actually enjoyed. Oh well, good thing we but, have a review uh, of that one too. A musical. Yeah, play, play it. Uh, all right, and we'll have, it. we'll roll and it. And after you, after you play it, we'll play. Mike guesses that tune. Okay, like the hit, hit go. What are we going to do tonight, Phasma? <laughs> Same thing we do every night, Brother Egg. Talk to each other via hologram. <laughs> They're Phasma and Von Reg. Yes, oh. Phasma and Von Reg. One wears chrome armor, the other wears red. They stand around and talk. Not much left to be said. For nope. Phasma, for Phasma and Von Reg. When their old base is found by Kazuda and Poe, they don't get any kills. Cause this is a kid show. <laughs> it's so Phasma true. and Von Reg. Yes, Phasma and Von Reg. All bark, no bite. 
I'll judge no dread. They're really not a threat, nor cool as Boba Fett. They're no, nobody is. They're Phasma and Von Reg, 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 Reg. <laughs> awesome. Mike, what was Mike? that? Pinky in the brain. Hey! That See, was in know, the gap. That was the middle of the gap. Wow. I know a few things. I watched that in college. That's a college one. Oh, college. Holy yeah, crap. Man. There were jokes in that show that sailed over most of the kids' heads. So I could <laughs> see college kids being into it that It was. That, yeah. Animaniacs was the bomb diggity. Hello, yeah. nurse. Animaniacs, <laughs> Tiny Toons. Those are my jam. That's right, man. Word. Even the original Warner Brother cartoons, man, those were in Bonkers, the same vein, the man. I got to tell you, uh, my my mother was regaling us a story a while back as she was out visiting my my sister and her kids, and uh, and the you know kids these days, like I mentioned, every episode have tons kids of media geared days. toward them more than they can consume, right? But Tom like and Jerry, everybody. Tom and Jerry, and uh, and Looney Tunes happened to be on some cable channel or something, and they were watching it, and they were losing their minds laughing. Man, I didn't even think that was funny when I was a kid. And here's the thing: like uh, someone else's family's like, I don't know if they should be watching that. It's really violent. And they're like, <sighs> My mom's That's like, funny. Your kid watch their their father and and my kid. They they grew up on this stuff. They're fine. Everything's fine. I would say I'd rather have my kids watching cartoon violence than the precocious behavior kids on the Disney channel in a heartbeat. But like, I would have thought because of all the media they consume that their humor would not be in tune with that kind of like slapstick action kind of stuff. But apparently they've just never been exposed to it. And they thought it was great. My daughter right now, I think she would tell you one of her favorite shows is the Flintstones, believe it or not. Hmm. We went to pinball place and they had the Flintstones movie pinball thing. And she's like, it doesn't look like them. <laughs> she's like too it, elite it for it. I'm like, terrible movie. John Goodman. <laughs> my my so favorite terrible. is Wile E. Coyote. And who is Barney? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a Baldwin? Was it one of the Baldwin? No, Rick Moranis. Uh, Baldwin was Barney in the sequel. Yeah, where it was different one, that people. Was, that one was terrible. Yeah, Rick That's Moranis was uh, was uh, Barney in the first one. And let's see. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell was Betty. And I can never remember the name of the actress who played Wilma, but she was also in the show Weeds. Wilma! Uh, I can't ever remember that. Wasn't she in the movie Big, too? Yes, thank you, thank you. That dynamite uh, thing to say for the first thing you said. She's an attractive... Actress. I was gonna <laughs> say. Why. I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> very She is the epitome of. Like, but I can't remember. Her name. I remember I like no being idea. like thirteen years old and starting to realize that some of my friends' moms were attractive and that <laughs> awkwardness. That woman makes me feel that way now. <laughs> like yes. she is. She is just older and gorgeous. But uh, yeah, yeah. She she was the. I man. I don't know if I ever actually connected that, Mike. But that's definitely her in big. Yes, it is. Elizabeth Perkins? Yes. Maybe. I believe you are correct. Yeah, that's her. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the kids these days. The second, the second Fred days. Flintstone, by the way, was a Baratheon. Oh, Robert my Baratheon. gosh, you're right. <laughs> oh, wow. He was Holy <laughs> crap. I've never even saw a movie. I've just terrible. seen the, the cover art for it. Oh, my God. In the second one, yes. It that was, was him. Yes. That's hilarious. justice. That's going to that's gonna keep me up tonight. That's going to freak me out. Uh, 
And the girl from uh, Third Rock was Wilma. Right. Yep. Right? Was that her? Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I was going to say which girl, and then I realized that probably only one of the three regulars on that would qualify. Yeah, not... Because it wasn't Jane Curtin or the nope. lady that worked with her. No, 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 no. So... Yeah, so uh, Star Wars The Resistance, probably the best episode I've seen so far. Really? Which, in uh, comparison to... It would probably be like a low-tier Rebels episode. <laughs> spider Rebels? Yeah, probably like a, spy, a episode of Spider Rebels. Yeah. They still haven't gone back for... For all those people they lost in those caves, I'm right? still disappointed about that. I mean, come on, those are your people. What do you do about that, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think Sancho and I both agreed it was pretty good because there was actually stuff happening, like action and laser shooting and flying and and ship shooting, stuff Gotta like love that. Ship shooting. They actually had wars in the stars. Yeah, they had a cool explosion at the end, rather than just goofing off and succumbing to peer pressure. Instead of goofing off and doing pratfalls and mm. whining about things, and they had Princess Leia. Princess Leia was in it. Well, I guess General Leia. General Leia was in it, and they played the classic Leia theme, and I got real nostalgic, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun how do you do. <laughs> it's pretty bad when I'm reaching for this, but it was fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I... I... <sighs> I'm not even disappointed anymore in resistance. I just, I'm, I'm putting it in the same vein as the, like the Lego shows that I'm not really that into, even though to be honest, if I had to pick, I'd watch those. It, it, what the, I think the worst part about the show maybe is that this, the, the overarching story that's been developing so far is actually not bad. It's just that they draw it out and put all this filler crap in. Mm-hmm. Like the overarching story is the, the first order Wants to control the system, right? Mm-hmm. But they have they have this uh, kind of cold war with the resistance, and so they don't they can't directly just attack it without, um, you know, bringing the the whole new republic and all them on them. So instead of doing that, they they hire pirates to constantly attack this uh, station, mm-hmm. and then they offer their quote unquote protection, kind of like a a mafia racket going on. Yeah. And none of this, and and, and it's weird because uh, you know you think in this kind of show, this what they like. Hey, you, you need to, you need us, but it's very subtly stated. Kind of, there's a lot of yeah. I was going to say, I've watched a few episodes, and I'm like, wow, I've never picked up on these soprano esque adult themes that you're laying out. That sounds yeah, way better than the there. execution. The, those nuggets are really there, and like you know, episode ten and eleven, you really get to see the them starting to develop, and you're like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Now, why do they have this weird kid who trips over everything and? All this stupid, like, uh, slapstick comic relief. I'll say it would be really nice to actually learn how the First Order did anything, considering all we know is that they showed up with a planet-sized, you know, yeah. murder machine. Right. And Von Reg, the the person men- mentioned in the song, is like a, a a pilot, but he wears all red. It's like a red flight suit. Take and he that. flies a red tie interceptor, like a first order tie interceptor. So it's a little bit different. And it's really actually kind of cool looking. Uh, I'll give it that. So his name is Von Reg. Yeah. That's funny mm-hmm. because that's definitely trying to like conjure up the Red Baron. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's all in red and flies a red tie interceptor. And his name is Von Reg. Von Reg. He's the Red Baron of Star Wars. Yeah, I never put go. that together. His name is Elric Von Reg, so that even makes it 
more German, German sounding. Yeah, German German. <laughs> yeah, because it's spelled E L R I K, so that's a very German wow. sp- spelling of a name. Yeah, with the, just the hard K at the end. Captain Germany. That's Captain a hard K name. That yeah. is a hard K. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of hard K's, gentlemen, hard I b- K. believe that brings us to the Porkins bite of the week. Again. It's about Spider-Man again. I like the Spider-Man. I don't know if y'all know this, but William Hootkins, the dude what played Porkins. Porkins. He ain't alive no more. Oh, he did. Long-time listeners will know that we have talked about how he passed back in 2005. Yeah. But some people may not realize that where he is buried, there are some other people of note. What? Yeah, no, it's true. Is he in buried fact, in Westminster Abbey? No. Should he be. is bo- he's buried and in interred, excuse me, for he is in a mausoleum at the Sparkman Hillcrest Memorial Park Cemetery in North Dallas, Texas. Sancho, oh. I expect you to make a visit and pay your respects. Yeah, leave some really large flowers. Would you like to know who else is also interred at Sparkman Hillcrest Memorial Park Cemetery. Uh, to dead people. Indeed. In fact, Garrick might say people are dying to get in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic joke. But you may be surprised that the cemetery is shared with other people, such as Ted Hinton, the deputy sheriff involved in the capture of Bonnie and Clyde. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle, famous. Hall of Fame oh, yeah. baseball player. Played the baseball. He's in the Sparkman Hillcrest Memorial Park Cemetery. But most importantly, aside from who himself, is Tom Landry. Oh, Tom Landry, the footballer. Known most recently for being the known the name for Tom Landry Middle School in King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Landry Middle School. It don't get more Texas than that. That's where Bobby goes. That's right. That's right. Sancho's going to have to saddle up and go pay his respects to Hoot because he's nearby. Yeah. Take pictures on it. Make it really awkward. Yeah. Leave him a bucket of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) What? She's she's burning a Coke. That's right. Pour pour a chicken wing out for him. That's right. On the ground. Exactly. Hey, homies. Gentlemen, some Frank hot what? sauce. It's time for a deep dive. Oh, gee, let's get deep, deep, deep in there. Mm. Wait, what? No. Not what Howie said. I said what, what? Well, boys. We're going deep. We're going to the place between the butthole and... Never mind. This week. Are we going to the get out place where we go deep and... The get out place? What? Yeah. <laughs> gonna go sit the in the floor. basement, get strapped in the chair, and watch the TV. Yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah. Where are we going, Roots Mike? There, RJ in the news this week. Brian Johnson, yeah. Rojo. So there was a story that broke and started gaining traction Rajo? one evening a week or two ago. Rajo. And, Rajo. Um Twitter nice. went a buzz, and I I wondered, and my suspicions were proven correct. That uh, I heard his trilogy was canceled, Mike. Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's saying it got canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Sure did. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. It's he's canceled. out. He's washed up. Yeah, he's washed up. You're right. They kicked him to You're the right. curb. He's done. 
Except that he's except that he got on Twitter and said it, that no, he's he's still in, what? So, yeah. So is what that, I heard is that why you sound so disheartened, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh. um, I don't know. I, <laughs> the thing of it is, is even if he's doing this this trilogy, I mean, right now we have F nine, and we've got three movies from. Benny Offen Weiss. I mean, we're talking, I mean, it's two, at least two years for those three movies. So that's six, you know, plus this year. I mean, six and a half years mm-hmm. before. I mean, he would probably start developing it before then, but six and a half years before they would actually, we, we would see anything really regarding this. So, so let's see. Six, a lot of things can happen between now and then. He's got four years to train up and learn how to make a Star Wars movie that doesn't suck. <laughs> well, some saying. people like that movie, Corey. Okay, he's got four four years to train up. That and half how, the people think suck. And learn how to make a movie that doesn't Roughly. suck without fooling half the people. <laughs> wow. Into thinking that it doesn't suck. I mean, I'm trying to meet Mike at his energy level right now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You're trying to bring him back up to your level. Yeah, so you got to get down there and scoop him up. Yeah. yeah. Pick up the yeah. pieces. Yeah. yeah. You know when there is... One set of footprints. That was Corey carrying Mike. That's right across the sand. You can tell because in a couple places there's like a knee print where I stumbled and fell. <laughs> you a fell bit. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you hear me like crying as I try to stand back up. Like yeah, a but these they hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the sand is hot. <laughs> Why worry. didn't I wear shoes on the sand? Why didn't I wear knee Why shoes? Why am I leaving these footprints? <laughs> I always wear knee pads to the beach, but not this time. <laughs> anyway, Mike? <laughs> Discuss. Go ahead. I'm really thirsty, Have too. fun. <laughs> Ryan Johnson is saying that it's not off. I still don't think it'll happen. Whoa. That's a bold statement, bro. It's a long ways away. And I feel like at this point, it's just easier to pretend, like, hope nobody looks. And then it can just fade away after time. That's what it it looks like to me. I I just, I don't think for a minute, I don't think for a hot minute right now, anybody in the powers of B are actually looking at the divisiveness in the fans and going, yeah, let's bring, let's bring the person back that made the thing that is predominantly responsible. As much as a lot of people want to say, it's not his fault. It's because everybody's a basement dwelling misogynist jerk. It's like, no, no, he made a divisive thing and it wasn't divisive strictly on its merits. It was divisive on its weaknesses as well. So if it was only divisive on its merits, maybe, but that's not it. That's not the only things. So, uh, and and by that I mean like you know the types of characters and 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 things like that that were in it. That, that the divisiveness was very was all across the board on on merits and weaknesses, which I think is is a fair middle of the road statement. Um, I don't think I don't think there's anybody who's going to give him the keys to the kingdom again, or if they do, they're going to have to talk out a lot of quality control up front. And I I got to believe they know that. Well, time is on his side. I mean, time heals all wounds. So, I mean, I still think there's... You're going to read off lyrics to every song I know, aren't you? (laughs) I'm going to start singing if you keep doing that. It's just dust in the wind, guys. (laughs) That's all we are, really. You think about it. I don't know. I, I just... 
I, I don't feel like there's a solid plan now. And until there's a solid plan and like actual action being taken place, I look at everybody as, as totally right offable. You until know? we get Wonder a title, you know, <laughs> yeah. we don't have a title for nine and it comes out this they, they year. Ryan Johnson's wrapped filming. How he's still not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll believe it when I'm sitting in the theater and it's over. Mm-hmm. I'll, when I see directed by Ryan Johnson. Directed by Ryan's Johnson. Is that I did said? say that. <laughs> Oh, wow. I didn't realize Freudian it until slip. you said it back to me, but I definitely did say that. Wow. Gauntlet accidentally thrown. Just saying. Yeah. When I said that, I was just saying. You said that. Yeah. Just yeah. saying it. I don't know. Where, I mean, where where's where's the pulse on this one? I don't know. What, it, I think it all the maybe depend on the success of nine. Because we don't know what's going to happen with nine. True, especially True. after Solo "quote unquote" bombed. So is nine going to bomb? I don't know. Here's here's a here's a trick, and this is something where I, I legitimately don't know. I can only go for my impressions here. Uh, so this is uh, without further ado, Jack Nicholson. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I here's Johnny. <laughs> I think that I don't know what that was. was although that a lot of people, sure a lot of people like Last Jedi, even more people claim to like Last Jedi. That's a bold statement. If I've made one yet tonight, um, I don't hear anyone really looking forward to Ryan Johnson's new vision. You know, well, when people. they said JJ's coming back, we all went, okay, okay, good, good, good. And we're looking forward to it. Look, if, if, you ever, know? If, if, I don't see anybody going, oh, what, what does Ryan Johnson have next? I don't, I don't, if hear Disney that. and Lucasfilm were really on the, the RJ bandwagon, his trilogy would be in production right now. Period. Or, or, or solid pre production. Yeah. I agree. Period. I mean, do we know it's not for sure? It could be. Who knows? Maybe they're just keeping everything under wraps until nine. He's saying he's developing it, but just like we not. said, I mean, six years. A lot of a lot of things can happen between now and then. I don't six believe it's going to happen. Six years? Is that for real? Wow. Well, dude, if you look at the trilogy coming out sub, uh, sequentially, the the DB Weiss and we got to get to Benny off. I think yeah. did it. And they're doing a trilogy. They're not gonna they're not gonna simultaneously do his in between. You don't. Well, what if they do? Oh, we not. have like two different trilogies going on at the same time. <laughs> that would be insane. That would be nuts. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I'd be okay be. with it. I mean, again, I'm still They'd curious. Have to be wildly different time frames, I would imagine. I, I think Disney's got their work cut out for them because right now, I mean, I think what we've learned from the movies that have been released is that the draw to Star Wars was the legacy characters, period. I mean, I'm not saying that people don't like Ray and people don't like Kylo, but the draw to all this stuff. I mean, why do you think in the toys they're going to all the classic characters and they're doing all the the you know the old you know boxing and and you know all the old you know packaging and all that stuff? It's because there's a draw to that and people want that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think they got their work cut out for them after this Skywalker saga is done. What do you have? What is going to draw people in? Because if you're doing brand new, which sounds exciting to us, that's nice. What's going to draw everybody what's else? What's going to yeah. draw everybody else? The normies. The normies. <laughs> the exactly. Normies. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
the draw this time was because, you know, Carrie Fisher and, and Harrison Ford and, and Mark Hamill were in it. Mm. And in my opinion, <laughs> they squandered that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> we're in agreement there. Um, I, Yeah, they've got, they own a franchise that has no direct... What's the word I want to look for? Direction. Direct. No, I was just, I mean, yeah, that's roundaboutly what I'm saying. But like story wise or plot wise, there's no characters going in where you're dying to know what happens next. I mean, like we've discussed at length how when it comes like Finn, Ray, Kylo, Poe, we're not as invested as we thought we would be by now. In those characters, uh, especially I'm coming t- out, I'm, of- in, I'm still invested in Ray personally. I mean, no, yeah. no, I was more invested in Ray. I was heavily invested in Ray coming out of seven. Coming out of eight, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm less like yeah, because it's had time. Rocks. It's Lots had time to cool down, right? And even then, that's one character. I'm, 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 I'm as invested in Kylo as I am in Ray, but neither of them. And I'm, I'm going to be unless. Ep9 really turns it around. Am I going to be like, what? Well, I need more. So I'm, I'm with Mike after the sky, after the Skywalker saga is quote done with Ep9. What exactly is it that carries the torch rather than just going, okay, we're going to try a new franchise. I mean, think about it like this. Think about this, like Star Trek discovery. All right. All right. We did all this Star Trek stuff. It was varying levels of success. How do we use Star Trek now? Okay, we'll make Star Trek Discovery. Giant misstep across the board, at least season one. I'm enjoying season two quite a bit. But season one in execution and writing and casting and everything was just, well, I I can't blame the cast as much as the writing and the direction, but just a huge misstep. Star Wars will be at the same, in the same position. If the Skywalker saga wraps and everything that comes out is either new or prequel, Star Wars becomes exactly in the position that Star Trek is now where it's like, you have no idea what you're getting into with each property that comes out. And that alone is very risky. The the thing of it is, is I know people, you know, bagged on solo and whatnot, but in my opinion, that's the future of the franchise. If it's going to stay alive is doing spinoffs of characters that we're familiar with. Um, the reason Han Solo, <laughs> you know, bombed the way it did was because of the budget. Because it actually, if you look at those gross numbers, Mm. those are respectable gross numbers for an average movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if the budget had been kept in line, it would have been a profitable movie. But it didn't. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you read, you know, any, you know, the stuff that happened behind the scenes on that, I mean, it was just, Disney was just, throwing money at it. I mean like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't even they weren't even worried about it. Yeah. They just thought we, they could make any piece of crap that they wanted to and slap the Star Wars sticker on it and it was going to sell. Well, until the last Jedi came out and had somewhat of a fan backlash, there was no reason why they sh- well, there was they had not been provided with much motivation to not think that. There well, were, now they have that motivation. Hopefully. They do. And it seems like it because we've seen them, you know, they've made adjustments to their credit. So they at least acknowledge that adjustments need made. Right. 
That's that's something. But seriously, though, going back to what I was saying, I mean, the familiar is what people, you know, come. Let's okay. Let's talk about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What draws people to that? It's again familiar characters. People. I mean, these are characters that have been established in the past, right? Chris, and Evans, they have a comic. What? They have a comic book, you know, history behind them. They've got any changes the they make, any changes that they make from the like any deviations they make from that accepted comic continuity. There are many. But there's generally sure. accepted themes across, right. you know, absolutely. Like, okay, we've been told origin stories a thousand times, but generally here are the points you have to hit, you know, like on the DC side, Batman's parents got to get murdered. You know what I mean? That, you know, there's got to be mm-hmm. pearls to drop mm-hmm. in a puddle. Um, <laughs> but my, but the uh, good Lord, I'm just frizzing out here. There has to be. The, fam- the that familiarity you can't i guess i guess what i'm trying to come around to is that complete abandonment of the canon the legends that's what i was just going to say is yeah. the problem is that they they pissed all over the legends they had a wealth of material that they could have drawn from yeah just now, like the comics that do that doesn't get the normies into it no but yeah that's the thing that's the key and this is something that i watch studios Ooh, flounder on the same thing that's the same again. thing with comic books though yeah i mean it's, it's, i didn't read iron have, man comic books you okay so like when you're i don't know let's say you're just you make commercials you're an advertiser you're you're freaking don draper right and you want to make uh you're making commercials for products whatever you who's the there's a there's a, a market a demographic that you want to hit that's worth more than the other demographics it's like it used to be like males 18 to 35 or something, alpha consumers or something, but depending on what your product was and who you're targeting at, like primetime, that was your hot spot, right? Daytime's got a different hot spot. And it's kind of the same thing when it comes to these types of properties. The normies are normies. They're casuals, okay? And they're going to, they're not going to go directly to a source to find out, should I see this? Yes or no? They're just going to feel the buzz around them. Okay, that's how normies do. They, you know, there are most people go to the theater to see a movie, and they show up and they're like, "What's what's playing?" You know, I'm not saying most people show up and they don't know what movie they're going to see, but I'm like, they make it's not like for months they can't wait. It's just what's playing this week. I want to go to a movie tonight. What's playing? Oh, I kind of want to see that. Let's go to that. Right? They're much more casual about their decision making. So, who do you have to get hooked before that gets to that decision level? You have to go to the nerds. Or right. super fans or diehards, whatever you want to call them, the hardcores. Basement dwellers. Basement dwelling misogynist pigs. You have to set the hooks in whoever your core fan base is first, regardless of how widespread you want that reach to be. Because once once that hook is set, they start blogging. They start sharing. They start turning up in like the 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 major web media outlets with more stories, more background. And that's how real buzz gets generated. That's Marketing when you're, is you're something talking, you're it, talking about, like on a movie that nobody knows about, or no, no, I'm talking about anything and I'm anything at so all. So you're saying that, especially aren't existing say franchises. Star Wars, oh, Luke, Luke and Leia, Star Wars. I, you know, I already know about that. No, 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 no. I'm saying that it's 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 even more loose than that. The decision making is literally oh, people. It, it's not. I don't. It's a, not a conscious decision. I do not believe that our culture makes that many conscious decisions in terms of what they consume on average. I do. I stress about 
every damn thing. I don't think most people do about stuff like this, right? So what it is is you get the buzz generated by getting the fan base behind you. They're the ones that keep the blood pumping while you're in production and you're keeping everyone's secret. They're the ones who are like putting drone pictures out and giving everybody, everybody excited. They're the ones sharing videos over and over again. And that blood keeps coursing through everybody's veins. And so the normies who are hardcore adjacent, they're family members, they're friends who aren't maybe as into it and don't have podcasts in a basement about Star Wars. What? They... That energy literally seeps out into them, and that is how you draw in those numbers. You have, but the the hardcore, the core fans are the gatekeepers. If you piss off the core fans, it has the adverse. Well, effect. how do you get a movie that no one knows about? We're not talking thing. about that. We're talking about specifically existing Look, franchises. To, to to expound upon what he's saying, I, I mentioned Iron Man before. That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I knew absolutely nothing about Iron Man when that movie came out. I did. The reason that I wanted to go see it and I enjoyed it the way I did is because all my comic book nerd friends were telling me, oh man, this is going to be awesome. And, and and you know... Um, when he said all my comic book nerd Robert, friends, he was saying Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I had other Pretty ones though, but, but you know, oh, everybody was excited about Robert you know, Downey Jr. and this and that and everything else. So that got me excited. Robert Downey Jr. is the drug addict? What? <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, I mean, that's an example of what you're talking about. And, and, and my point, going back to the Star Wars, there's all, there's all kinds of fiction that they can draw from. Yeah. And the thing of it is, is when you rely on just a filmmaker to kind of create their own story yeah. from scratch. Yeah. Giving all of this freedom without someone... Someone holding the reins to this larger continuity. I just, I feel like that larger continuity, I mean, because in the comic book world, you've got the character of Iron Man, but how many authors of Iron Man did you have through the years? You see what I'm saying? Tons. Tons. Millions. And, and Literally that, millions. And that collaboration, <laughs> that collaboration <laughs> creates that overall, you know, that. You know, the mythos. Yes, the mythos is a perfect word. The mythos, that's those through lines, those main points that as long as we capture these, we've got the freedom to work around outside that. Right. I'm sorry. I have seen in the last 20 years three different Spider-Mans in yeah, live right. action movies. Right. Okay? And I liked every single one of them. Sure. Every cast to all three of those different takes, I Liked because on it was, and we all know it was just Sony trying not to lose the rights. They had to pump out a property every so often to right. not revert rights back to Marvel. Right? We we know that there were some missteps. We know that there was some quality issues, stuff like that. But I'm willing. To, I liked all of them. Spider Man Three, I had issues with, but I literally like every Spider Man movie. I'm not a you huge like Spider Man fan. Scene? That was epic. <laughs> yeah. Part of me Classic. does. Part of me does. I love it. It was the best. <laughs> I also like the uh, the allusion to that in uh, Into the Spider-Verse, where he goes, but we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That, that movie, that, I really enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, Good movie. But I, liked, I liked all these movies, and I accepted all of them, despite their differences and everything, because they knew, okay, Uncle Ben's got to be, gotta be you gotta, he's got to die or already be dead. You know what I mean? There's got someone's gonna have to say the words with great power comes great responsibility in some fashion. You know, Aunt May, like they had certain things like, oh well, over here it's Mary Jane. You know, over here we're gonna do the Gwen Stacy thing. That's all fine. It's all you know, but like here's the thing. Someone at some point at the table when Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man said, what if Gwen Stacy lives? Someone stood up, slammed their coffee mug down <laughs> on the table, and said, Gwen Stacy 
dies. And if you mess that up, you're going to piss off more people because that's one of the very few important. It's like that Batman Robin meme where Batman slapping Robin. Yeah, exactly. No, she dies. No, she dies. (laughs) It is one of those. You don't mess with Gwen Stacy dying. Now we have spider Gwen now, but that's different. It's a different thing. Gwen Stacy She's from a different universe in the Not course. The Spider-Man has to die. Peter Parker dies in that, that universe. Now, what other what other property does a movie and then in the next movie kills the lead woman, lead right. female in, in this type of a franchise? Right. They don't. But it, it right. already was that way. And it right. had they knew they had to do that. When they got re- and, and again, I still understand why they did away with the legends. Because there was a lot to there to navigate. I get it. Sure. But they could have picked some through lines that had become major parts of Star Wars by that time and kept them. And they didn't. They didn't to the well, point where, where it's still think, we're the, we're so many years in and we these these like historical historically experts of Star Wars are still like I, what that I don't I don't even know I don't I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. They can still. I mean, they could still draw from it. I mean, it's not too late. No. I mean, yeah. we Filoni still. Does I mean, it all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Filoni Solo did it, and we I all mean, line up like panting wolves that right. love him, right. and he loves back. Yeah, he likes wolves. I mean, well, I'm sorry, wolves. Rogue One. Okay. I mean, wolves. people are gonna you know shit on Solo or whatever, First but wolves. Rogue One is the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of nuggets in there too. The whole movie was a nugget, right? Right, they had freaking Doctor Evazan and Panda Baba for some reason. That movie literally undid like two major accepted right. stories of the legends. Right. There were two different versions of how the Death Star plans were stolen. Well, there's right. more than two, probably, sure. but two primary ones. And that movie completely undid it. Yeah. But it it hit the through lines. It it, yes. it it hit and it had enough connective tissue. That was like yes. this works. It all works. But when we have the stuff that's so disconnected, we're like, I don't right. know what the hell they're doing. Right. Right. You don't have just that like, faith. Yeah, you just don't as a fan. Like Ben Solo. I mean. <laughs> right. It, I mean, that was literally now. Okay. Ben Solo would have made sense if someone literally was never told a single thing about the legends. Sure. Ben Solo would have made a little sense if right. no one had ever but, told them but anything everybody, about the legends. But, but everybody, the, the, ba- that, the fa- hardcore fans, the base knows about the legends. They're going, you. Right. Like, what did you do? <laughs> it's like really, Ben. You had to use that name. Like, like nobody at the table said maybe we should think about that. Like for the whole reasons that we got rid of the legends, the whole reasons why we started the canon over again, we should probably use a different name. Yeah, because you said you didn't want to confuse people. This is confused a little. (laughs) It's a little close. It's a little close, (laughs) but completely contradictory at the same time. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, I'm not nearly. That doesn't irk me. I don't think as much as it irks you, but I get it. I absolutely get it. It it irked me at first. I mean, I'm used to it now, but I mean, yeah, because we're a couple movies in. But I mean. Again, it's it's the, it's those things. I mean, going back to the your Gwen Stacy thing, you know. I mean, again, somebody should have been sitting at that table. Saying, no, I agree. Mm. And now, when going in, we were like, "All right, who's in charge? Now? Who's in charge?" So we were told, "Oh, there's a whole committee and the blah blah blah." And yeah. Pablo Pablo so Hidalgo is going to be Pablo Hidalgo. As far as I know, is just a documentarian. <laughs> That's all yeah. he's ever been. It cracks me up the people. But we were we were under the impression that, that these yeah, were going to be stories. They the were going to have the, the big huge stamp that the librarian dude in the Last Crusade had. Right, <laughs> right. They're going to have this big stamp where they could approve or, or disprove everything anybody wanted to do. And what yeah. it sounds like to me is no, 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 no. These directors, they're all a little bit Jesus. 
they're all saviors. They're messiahs. Let them do what they want. And it's like, whoa, whoa. That's not how this type of a franchise needs to be managed. Period. I agree. I mean, again, I mean, going back to the the Marvel, you know, comparison, I mean, you have the Kevin Feige that, you know, he cared about the fiction and he kind of mm-hmm. kept things, you know, he didn't, in line. Even, he didn't they, even have to be an expert on they every created, They created their whole, their a new universe. Yeah. I mean, those are new stories. But mm-hmm. again, they hit, they hit, like you, you say, these through lines that people. Or as you call it, the mythos, the, right. like the essential mythos. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that is still there. So, and again, what's I don't... the mythos of Star Wars right now in the Skywalker saga? <laughs> what is it? Skywalkers. Uh, is the Force good or bad? Is the Force imbalanced? Is there a dark side and a light side? I don't think who's anybody's... been responsible for the propagation of the dark side. Who's responsible for the reawakening of the light side? Like, what's the mythos right I now? I don't know. <laughs> Kylo Ren. I don't know. Yeah, no. Ky- uh, it's all Kylo. Answer Kylo. <laughs> Judah Ben Solo. Kylo is the chosen one. They should have named him Anakin. That would have been awesome. Name it Anakin Solo. Oh no, that'd have been too confusing. Just <laughs> <laughs> name him Padme Solo. Oh, that would have showed him. No, it's Padmo. 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 <laughs> no, but that's that's more masculine I mean, or somehow. Yeah, I guess you know. Back to the Game of Thrones guys. I'm I'm, I'm hopeful that those guys because you know I look at them and their success with Game of Thrones was going to the fiction, right? I mean, they drew from those novels and, yeah, and very early line. on, very <laughs> early the, on, the first they, season was the book, yeah, basically. <laughs> but but the thing is, after the first season, you could tell they knew. That they have to go to different. They're going to have to diverge. Yeah, they knew that, and so what did they do? They sat down with George R. R. Martin. They said, "Okay, listen. We know that you hate all of your fans and refuse to write anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's been forever. Can you give us what nuggets can you give us that you're kind of planning on doing that we can draw from? And it was literally like." I mean, they, they literally had to sit down and have, uh, as I'm imagining, a conversation like, what is it okay to have spoiled? How different can we get so that you can still write your own thing and not feel like you're beholden to what we're doing? You know what I mean? Right. They had to sit down and talk about it strategically. Right. And it's been a tremendous success so far. I know, Mike, mm. you're f- in full belief that you're going to catch a venereal disease from the last <laughs> season. <laughs> I just I just don't want to have high expectations. No, you're then that we're all way, right. Then to that way temper. I'll be happy. Temper. When you wait this long, you get a temper. That's right. But but yeah, I mean, right now we we definitely if you don't shoot right, we definitely had through lines in Star Wars in the Legends. the 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 definition of the differences between light and dark were always there. That it was basically the 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 like theological almost almost teleological but philosophical searching. For what defines the ultimate good and the, or, or I shouldn't say the ultimate good, the ultimate right, the ultimate justness. Okay, and and to the point where into the into the new Jedi Order, it got really deep with the whole Vergeer right. and Jason thing right. talking about. There's no there's light, no and, dark. light yeah. and dark. It's just the Force. It's the Force right. and what you do with it, right. which is a like a modern interpretation. A lot of what's happened in in uh, in in Christianity in Western Christianity uh, late in the last sixty years, it's been less about fire and brimstone and the threat of hell and more about what you are responsible for yourself. If if you're going to do unto others, that's a two way street. 
right? So it's about you choosing your path. It's you doing what you choose to do with the gifts or whatever ability you have. And that's where Star Wars was going. It's like, all right, I have all these powers. What should I actually be doing with them? And, and, and they explored it and they went different directions. They stretched it. Darth Cadis, the whole thing was Jason said, I'm going to damn myself for all eternity for the galaxy. Right. You still can't right. go back. I mean, you can go back and look and see the evil things he did because he was being consumed by the dark side, but you still can't definitively say that Jason was wrong right. for no, what he I, did. I, lo- I loved that character in that series because he saw what, even though he knew he was choosing the dark he side, you're knew. right. He f- f- but fully believed that was the only way to bring peace and balance to and the galaxy. And whereas you have Luke who wants to do right by everybody all the time, to the point of inaction at times. Right. You had oh, Jason whole, going, <laughs> yeah, for the like whole time. Decades. Yeah. You had Jason <laughs> like who said, you know what? Screw this. There's a way to make it right faster, and that's by making it wrong. And that's what he literally just said, I'm going to do it because someone has to, because he had, he had this, this mystified longer term vision. So you literally had someone who made not just a a sacrifice of their own life, but a sacrifice of like whatever eternity is. Right. Right. You know what I mean? No, no chance of redemption, no nothing because he knew he had to be irredeemable. And that is some amazing stuff Right. right there. That is some deep, like, like, make you look at yourself stuff. Right. Where is that now? Right, exactly. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, anybody you know, can be powerful overnight. I mean, is that what it's supposed to take? But see, it? and I know we've hit this before, but I mean, that's the problem that we're dealing with right now. I mean, in my opinion, uh, Star Wars should have established someone like a, a Filoni that has a love for the fiction. Yeah, it doesn't have to go that, that deep. It just has to be a love. Right. And that can, I mean, he's, sh- you know, someone, whether it's him or someone else that is the center point, like a, a Kevin Feige figure and you know, when we sit down and we make these movies, we're going to have an overarching, you know, storyline. I got three people over here that I trust to know everything about the mythos so that when I think something sounds good, I can look at them and say, what are the implications? What are we bumping up against? What can we draw from and what should we avoid? And they give me a brief explanation of those things. And I go, okay, how, you know, how can we, is that something we can mess with? Do Do we need to pull in like 12 randos and ask questions, you know, and, but the the base you can't abandon the base. Right. You can't I, abandon I the base. I know. That's why that's why I really feel like unless, you know, the Game of Thrones guys bring this back around and they surprise us and, with and it would help if John drawing Favreau, upon the fi- the fiction if, if he does it too. And, sure. and, and for all intents and purposes, for the, the, the talents that he's been bringing in for the Mandalorian, such as Filoni to direct a few episodes right. and, and some other major Those talents, are, it looks like they're drawing like from it. a legitimate right. pool. I right. mean, Bryce Dallas Howard, I may not like her acting very much, but her dad made a hell of a good Star Wars movie and yeah. she's directing a few episodes, so maybe there's a lot of yeah. love in that family yeah, sure. you know what i mean so right. i'm i'm just kind of like all right there's potential here and again yeah. when i heard john favreau was directing iron man i went well that's it i'm done yeah. the the right. dude from rudy is directing iron man i don't right. get it and then the casting robert downey jr and i was like talking to you within 12 hours yeah, I remember. and i'm like yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> robert downey jr's barely this been able to get insured to even have a job because of his <laughs> right. drug problems but even though he's been clean for a few years but this is the most amazing. Like suddenly I'm like John Favreau. There's levels to him that I don't understand. And I'm excited about sure. that. Yeah, right. I'm hoping that this is the same thing. I mean, shoot. I like jungle book. 
You know what? And <laughs> I mean, whatever he does, I en- I seem to enjoy it lately. And and but you're probably Jungle hitting Book on too. something here because I think man, the Mandalorian is going to be our first taste of the future of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, post the saga films, you know, yeah. are they going to go back and draw from the fiction and be a little more, you know, attached to the the established, yeah. you know, history mythos whatever, you know, or are they just going to create brand new stories out of scratch? Is every because movie, I think that's a mistake in is my opinion. every property going to try to show me a 100 alien species that I've never seen before? Yeah, right. And two that I have. They're going to re- yeah, somebody who's going to reinvent the wheel every time. Right. Or are you going to show me the, f- the things that I'm familiar with right. plus new stuff? Like slowly yes. help us grow with right. you. Right? right? We're an audience. You have to bring us along. I not mean, drag us along. <laughs> Why is it that a video game can get that right? You know what I mean? You know, well, they, they can't anymore. Well, not but anymore. They sure but, used to. But in the past, but in the past, you know, I mean, we've got the familiar. We've got familiar planets and we've got familiar landscapes and themes do and you, aliens and all that stuff. In Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the second one, dude, that chick's a Miraluka. Yeah, that was tight. Do you remember freaking out because we could see a Miraluka who we'd only read about? Because the people yeah, right. of Bioware yeah. said, hey, this is kind of cool. Let's pull this in and do our own take on it. And right. we were like, oh my gosh. Oh, look, it's a Cather. That's what the Cathars look like. Like we'd read about them in just little pieces of books and right. suddenly, boom, here's this fully realized. Right. And it was magical. Right. Right. <laughs> and no one seemingly of import. Gives a rat's ass right now about those touches, except for like Filoni. Well, we'll see. And, we'll see what the future holds. I mean, cetera. I don't. I mean, personally, I mean, I know Kathleen Kennedy got her three year deal or whatever, but I personally believe she's out after those three years. And uh, I mean, and I mean, that's when the, the Game of Thrones guys are going to be doing their stuff and and all this stuff. So you know, I don't know. We'll see what new leadership is put in place at that time and. You know what they do with these movies. So, but I'm, you're but back yeah. to the Mandalorian. Mandalorian is going to be our first taste, in my opinion, of what that future may be. Right on. Right on. Right. Word. Um, well, anyway. Anyway. Probably need to tie this one off. Tie it off. It's getting late. Howie's silent. Garrick's just repeating the last few words of every sentence. Sentence. Let's see. I can only get one that time. time. Yeah, I, know. I feel like I got ripped <laughs> off on that. I even paused for effect. Oh, man. But thank you, Jeff, or thank you, uh, listeners, and thank you, gentlemen, as well, um, uh, for joining us. I honestly, I am hopeful for the future of Star Wars, but I also have no idea what it looks like. We're in, it feels like, at least to some of us, we're in a lot of uncharted waters right here. And it's exciting to a degree, but I think uh, I think some of our faiths have been tested. So we we just need something to anchor on to. I think that there have things like Rogue One was an anchor point. I feel like uh, Force Awakens was initially an anchor point for a lot of us. Yeah. And I feel like Solo is an anchor point, except for the fact that it feels like people are looking at the wrong reasons why it wasn't financially successful, which makes the anchor hard to keep embedded in the soft mud. Mud. I don't understand nautical things. But we are hopeful about it. So hopefully this is going to be a long, long, lovely, lovely chew for the next several years. 
of Fly Casual. Long In the meantime, jacket. yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, run out betterkind.com. Like Follow along in the show notes. Hit the YouTubes, the Fly Casual Podcast page on YouTubes. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Aren't you supposed to say it a few times? Uh, wherever you get the podcasts, if you're listening in that fashion, won't you please run out and uh, give us a nice little review so we can reach more listeners and join us on Discord because that's where all the memes and fun conversations and asides are happening. So many memes. So many memes. And you'll see that, uh, you'll see every now and then, uh, uh, what is it? Lyr- like uh, lyrics for songs rejected by the Fly Casual Glee Club <laughs> are sometimes <laughs> popping up in Discord. And that's a lot of fun too. So, and hey, there's no reason why you can't contribute. And come in and give us your own take. We'd love to hear it. So, in the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Nighty night. Over there's Howie. Don't put water in your cereal. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And over there's Garrick. Yeah, don't put water in your cereal. I don't know why. Also, I don't know why I did that. I ran out of milk and I had to get to school. I was hungry. I didn't know what to do. My mom was asleep. My dad was asleep. Uh, you should have tried jelly. Uh, oh, That'd have been better in water, at least. I was a dumb kid. I'm a dumb adult now, too. So like Maybe you shouldn't have set fire to the driveway, Garrick. It's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> was it wasn't me. It was some other kid. Sure it was. <laughs> Another kid. Some kids riding by and did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>